Well, hello there. Welcome back. I am coming to you from my closet. I actually always record in my closet. It's where I do my voiceovers for my videos on Instagram. It's where I do all of my podcasts. And it's not really glamorous in here. I should really jazz it up. But I am full of energy, so it doesn't really matter if my closet is full of energy. Today's subject, as with most subjects that I discuss is brought up out of my own personal experience from what I am seeing. Oftentimes, I get clients who send me emails or I talk to people on social media or I talk to people just through email where they tell me what their goals are and then they tell me what their workout routine is. And oftentimes, they don't match. And the person telling me doesn't realize that these aren't a match, that their fitness routine, their workout routine is not matching their goal of either fat loss or building muscle, if that's, you know, one of your goals. Those are two common goals. So today I'm going to kind of explain some thoughts on that and to kind of get you thinking about if your fitness routine matches your goals. Also, if you are not subscribed to the podcast already, go up to the subscribe button and please click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And your reviews are super helpful for the podcast. It helps me be able to be here every single week. So I would really appreciate if wherever you listen, you went up and you left a review. It's so helpful to me. All right, we're going to get into it today. The one thing I do want to say before you listen today is if you haven't listened to episode 17 on training for your body type, I highly suggest going back and listening to that because as we talk about a few things about a workout routine matching your goals today, you could easily think of a friend you know or someone who doesn't fit this example. They're not true to what I'm explaining, and that's because their body type plays a role. There are three different types of body types. There is an ectomorph, which is naturally very slender and small. There is a mesomorph, which is a more medium bone frame, and they naturally like easily put on muscle. They lose weight. They gain weight easily. And then there's an endomorph, which is a more of a larger bone frame, and they're more curvy. There's beautiful people in all three body types. Often people are a mix of body types. And if this episode is going to make sense to you, I do suggest that That is a good side episode to listen to just so everything flows really well together because the episodes are going to go hand in hand since body types do play a role. And also the episode 13 on cardio versus weight for fat loss. That's going to be another episode to kind of help us all be on the same page with what I want to teach you today. Today's sponsor for the show is Talkspace. And I'm going to get real honest. I basically stalked Talkspace to get them to work with me to be an affiliate because I think they are a fantastic company. They do therapy online, which I think is so needed in the world today. So I know that I built my Instagram handle, Deliciously Fit and Healthy, and this podcast out of a love for motherhood, and I know I felt alone, and I wanted to build a community. And the truth is, 50% of Americans struggle with mental health, and I don't want you to feel alone. I am very pro-therapy. I said it in multiple episodes. I've opened up about my own struggles with anxiety. Sometimes when friends tell me stories, I'm like, you need to go to therapy. Like, I think therapy is so effective, and it just helps helps us work through what we are experiencing and what we are thinking, and it makes such a huge difference. Talkspace makes it so easy to match with a licensed therapist, and you can schedule live video sessions that you can do all from the comfort of your device 
anywhere. To me, that is so huge for mothers because we have all these kids in tow and we don't have time to go to another appointment. So now you can just do it from your house while a kid is napping, while your kids are at school, while you're doing whatever's going on and you can get that appointment with that therapist and it can make a huge difference for how you feel day in and day out. And the cool thing is you can also start messaging your therapist the exact same day that you sign up. The best part about all of this is Talkspace gave $100 off your first month if you use the code MAKEITSIMPLE. So it's all one word smushed together. It's the title of the podcast, MAKEITSIMPLE at Talkspace.com. Again, that's $100 off. And if you are just feeling like you could use someone who is licensed, who is prepared to talk to you and answer your questions... Talkspace.com is the place to go. And I know personally that therapy is cool and literally you will never regret going. You will learn so much. So $100 off, make it simple. All right, let's get into today's episode. My name's Andrea Allen and I am a mother of four girls under seven, a wifey to a mountain man, a personal trainer and a nutrition coach. I love all things women's health and fitness, but let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated and it's not built for the everyday mom. There's so much conflicting information and you're busy and you don't have time to figure it out. I hate feeling confused and overwhelmed. So I have made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering home for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here and I hope you stay a while. All right, so typically in fitness, people often fall into three categories of what they are looking for. Often they are trying to either lose fat, gain muscle, or just maintain a lifestyle. And if you ask pretty much anybody who does fitness which of the three they fall into, they could probably answer that question just fine with no issues. Now, within these three goals, there are plenty of other goals. If someone says my goal is fat loss or gaining muscle or maintaining, within that goal, you could also have other things that you want to do, like learning to do pull-ups, running a race, learning to do X amount of weight. Maybe you exercise because it's mentally feels good for you or it gives you energy. And for some people, they just exercise because it makes them feel good and it's out of simple enjoyment. For example, I do kickboxing because I enjoy it and it mentally feels great. So I don't necessarily have a goal with doing it. I do it to simply stay active and build a healthy lifestyle. So that would kind of be considered maintenance because I don't have like a set necessarily goal. I just enjoy it and it's part of my life now. But there are circumstances where people have a set goal in mind for fat loss and building muscle. For maintenance, you have a lot more freedom in what you can do or like what your workouts look out because they're kind of just done to like maintain or just to enjoy. But if your goal is to lose fat, being aware that your workouts kind of match your goal and that your nutrition does is really important. And it's the same with building muscle. Now, I know people often say, well, I want to lose fat and gain muscle at the same time. The truth is you technically can do both, but one will always take a priority because otherwise it's like straddling a fence. So there's always a primary and a secondary goal. When I work with clients, I often ask them, what's your primary goal? Do you want to build muscle more or do you want to lose fat more? And while the other one can still occur, we do have a primary and secondary option for our goals, and that's going to affect the way that I set up their nutrition and I set up their workouts based on their primary goal. 
So now that I've kind of explained that and that some exercise is done out of enjoyment and some is done to work towards a goal, I want to kind of talk out that thought process of your fat loss goal or your muscle building goal and if your workouts match that. So the first plan that people often set up is endurance training for like a race. So they sign up for a half marathon, a marathon, triathlon, a long bike race, whatever it is, they sign up for this and they think this is a great plan to get me exercising, which it is. It is a fantastic plan to get you moving. So don't think that that's incorrect. That is correct. It is a great way to get you going. But then on a side note to that, they say, I also am going to run or do this race so that I can lose fat or gain muscle. Or sometimes people will say both. This is a really common email that I get probably a handful every single week where someone says, I signed up with you. I for macro coaching, they signed up with me and I'm training for an endurance race and I want to lose fat and I want to gain muscle. So let me break this down a little bit so it makes sense. Again, doing a race is fantastic. It's nice physically, it's nice mentally, and it's a great way to set a goal. But the purpose of an endurance race is to endure. That is the main goal. When we're looking at fitness, oftentimes we have all these grand ideas and I sometimes have to take people a step back and say, what is the goal of what you're doing? And if you're doing an endurance race, the goal is to endure the race, the biking, the swimming, whatever it is, the run, the marathon, it's to endure it and be able to finish the race with a decent time. So in order for that to make sense, your macro setup would be very different than someone who I I am trying to help lose fat. I don't want someone bonking in a race. I don't want someone running out of energy when they are prepping to like do this massive race by themselves with hundreds of people. And I want them to feel good in the race. I want them to feel empowered. I want them to feel accomplished. And putting them in macros that are going to help with fat loss is not going to get them the end result if the end result is finishing the race and doing well in the race. So if you want to run a race, that's great. It's fantastic. But you need to understand that fat loss is not the main goal in that moment. The main goal in that moment would be to train for the race. And you're going to train for the race by training your heart and your lungs and your stamina in your legs so that you're able to like get through this long you know, activity, whether it's running or biking or racing, we kind of, I'm just going to call it an endurance race. So like whatever it is that you're doing, but often it's running. Also, you have to fuel those legs for that run to endure it. So for long runs, typically you're going to put someone on a food intake that has more carbohydrates to fuel the run. More carbohydrates are going to be helpful for them to be able to have energy during their runs. That's really important. You don't want someone running out of steam when they're doing an endurance race. So they're going to be on a higher carbohydrate to fuel those long runs. While you're increasing the carbs and you're fueling them to run, there's no excess carbs for building tools to build more. In fact, everything you're eating is probably going towards making the run more effective instead of actually building more muscle. The truth is food is the body's first choice of 
usage for energy. Like it wants to break down food. That is easy for the body to do. The second choice of energy during an endurance race is going to be breaking down actual muscle to use as energy. So when there's not enough food present, your body is going to most likely start breaking down your muscle to maintain the run. That's really common, especially if there is not a lot of fat there. So going into running or doing an endurance race or anything like that, the goal to either lose fat or gain muscle makes zero sense. It doesn't line up with your goals. When you're going into a race, the goal should be to accomplish the race really well and be able to get through the race and function well. That would be the goal that matches the workout, not fat loss or gaining muscle. And again, I'm not saying that endurance races are bad at all. I think they are fantastic. I think they make people feel powerful and they release endorphins, but it's just not a match if your number one goal, if your primary goal is fat loss or if your primary goal is building muscle. The goal for an endurance race would be to complete the race and feel empowered. Now, endurance races, obviously, since we're kind of already touching on cardio, let's go into cardio in general and see if your cardio is lining up with your goals of fat loss and gaining muscle or vice versa, whatever you're kind of trying to focus on. The purpose of cardio, similar to endurance races, remember, the main purpose is to train the heart and lungs. That's why it's called cardiovascular activity. That is its main primary goal. Now, working other muscles and that and those things that can help build muscle because you are, you know, stepping and using muscles, that would be secondary. Your primary is the cardiovascular system, and that's why we call it cardio, and that is your heart and lungs and training it to do the correct thing with your breast support and making your legs do everything else. It's all secondary because if your cardiovascular system isn't strong enough to run, you're not going to be able to do it. You have to be able to breathe and be able to really make those lungs and hearts strong to go further in your run. And then you're also going to build a little bit of muscle, but you're not going to create the shape in the muscles like you are going to in strength training because you're challenging the muscles in a different way. Now, obviously, when you're doing cardio, you are going to burn calories and you're probably going to burn an insane amount of calories. And that can help with weight loss. But when your main goal is burning calories, then it becomes a constant calorie game. And the truth is, I do not like this game. I feel like when I'm focusing on calories, it makes me feel like I am in a hamster wheel and I'm trying to outrun my food. (laughs) And that is a hard feeling. That is a discouraging feeling where you always feel like, okay, did I burn more calories than I put in today? And just trying to like focus on that so much, it makes you obsessed with calories. And to me, I'm like, there has got to be a better way because that is not a lifestyle being like a micromanager of like just constantly playing the calorie game. So cardio does burn calories, but it's not going to have the same effect as strength training, which we will get into. Typically with cardio, you do break down muscle when you are doing cardio, but you do not break down near the amount that you break down when you're doing strength training because your metabolism during cardio is only elevated for two hours because there's not as much repair going on after cardio because again, it's a cardiovascular activity. Second issue to cardio is 
cardio is addicting because we all have these watches that tell us we're winners or we're losers. <laughs> and I talk about this in episode 13, which again, I already told you guys to go back and listen to, but we become obsessed with watching this watch and it telling us we burn so much. But it's that's not the end goal because we're not realizing what we are burning when our body is rebuilding broken down muscle and making it stronger and bigger and better which makes our metabolism stronger, which makes the amount of calories we burn sitting, doing nothing, watching Netflix more, which is to me where I want to be. I want to burn more doing nothing rather than trying to just like outrun or get in that hamster wheel and just cardio my brains out to burn calories. So while cardio is great and it has its purpose, you have to realize there is more of a bang for your buck in strength training. Cardio should be in your workouts. I think cardio is fantastic. And I do think that it does aid in fat loss, but it shouldn't be your number one. If you are basically running all the time, you know, multiple days a week without strength training, you're focusing, you're you're trying to do the calorie wheel and trying to outbeat your calories rather than making your muscle stronger and making your BMR stronger day in and day out because there's more muscle to maintain. And then you also need to be aware of your body type. Obviously, an ectomorph is a small body type. They are not going to need as much cardio. And in fact, when they're trying to build muscle, that's definitely not going to be the most effective for them. For them, heavy, heavy weights is going to be helpful. For a mesomorph and an endomorph, which is a medium frame and a larger body frame, like bone frame, you can do a little bit more cardio. A good mix of cardio and strength training is going to be effective for you. But in all three body types, cardio as number one, your number one fitness plan for fat loss or for building muscle is not a match. It is a heart and lungs game and a calorie burn game. So it's just not the number one thing you need to be doing. Just because it's not the number one thing doesn't make it not effective. I think it's super effective for certain body types when they do interval training because that makes your heart rate go up and down, which really does make your metabolism work harder when you're getting that heart rate up and then dropping it and then coming down and up and down, especially if you involve weights in that interval training. And then also even low intensity state cardio is really, really great for fat loss as well. All right, so the last kind of piece to this, like if our workouts are matching our goals, is strength training. So everything kind of falls under these categories, cardio or strength training. And some things with strength training can be body weight training, and that's fine too. I will get into that, like using your body weight as your resistance for your strength training. So that can work, but I will get into that a little bit. Typically, when we think of weight loss or fat loss, we think of cardio, cardio, cardio. I'm not sure why we do that, but we do. And I know that because I've worked with hundreds, if not thousands of women, and I'm like, yo, yo, your plan doesn't match your goals. And so I know it's common. It's not just like an anomaly because I see it all the time when I'm working with clients. But really, weights are king. Weights are what is going to change your body composition. Your body composition is the amount of fat you have in your body compared to the amount of muscle. Oftentimes, people can have very low fat, but if they have no muscle, then people say, oh, well, they just look skinny or they look, I hate using this word, but you're going to know what I'm talking about, skinny fat because they don't have any muscle. 
Sometimes people have a lot of muscle, but they're still fat there, so then you can't see their definition. But having the right amount of fat and the right amount of muscle helps people become more defined, and we do that through a mix of cardio and strength training, but strength training is king. It's number one because that is what's going to create shape. It's what's going to sculpt your muscles. It's what's going to speed up your metabolism, which is super important. Not only that, but weight training helps with your bone density. So when we get older, we're less brittle. I sometimes see older women and I'm like, oh my gosh, I could sneeze in your direction and your bones are going to snap. And I hope which, I mean, who knows? I hope that if I continue to strength train regularly that I will be a more solid older woman. And that is part of like my health journey that I actually really do care about that more than just looks, that I want to have good bone density. And I love feeling physically strong. I feel strong when I do weights because I can bend over. I can pick up a kid. I don't have to worry that my legs are going to give out. I don't have to awkwardly bend over and try to like arch my back and then have back pain because I can bend with my legs and I know my legs are powerhouses and they're going to pick up that child and it's not going to be a problem. While resistance training, yes, it does help with building muscle and fat loss, there's more to it. It does make me a stronger, more stable person able to help people, as does cardio because sometimes running is important, but the combination of both of them I think is super important. So if your goal is fat loss, you definitely are going to want weights in your workout. Simply put, if you have more muscle on your body, your metabolism has to work harder to maintain that muscle. That means if I simply raise my arm to the side in the air, if there's muscle in my arm, my metabolism, my BMR has to work harder to do that than someone who has no muscle in their arm. While I'm sitting watching Netflix, if I have all this muscle in my body, my metabolism has to work harder to maintain it. So that means that I naturally use more calories throughout the day and I am able to eat more calories to maintain that muscle and it helps give me shape. So the more muscle you have, the faster your metabolism goes. The faster your metabolism goes, the more you can eat and the easier it is to go into a deficit for a slight cut to lose fat without like slashing the crap out of your calories and being left with a thousand calories. Because you guys know how I feel about that. I'm very anti bringing your calories like that. That is no bueno for anybody. No good, okay? If you think it's good, go to the diet trap episode. And if you are fueling with protein, which protein is a huge building block of muscle, you are more likely to maintain that muscle. Protein is a building block for muscle. So if your goal is to lose fat, you want to maintain your muscle. Or if your goal is to build muscle, you want to build the muscle and protein is needed for both of them. It is a huge building block and a must. Now within strength training, there's different types of strength training. And this is where people have really strong opinions and they start like mocking other people's workouts. And that's not really my jam because I'm like, yo, you're moving. That's great. So within strength training, there's powerlifting, there's bodybuilding, there's bodyweight resistance, there's all kinds of different styles. And the need for what you need is going to vary by person and by body types. An ectomorph can get away with doing super heavy weights and a lot less cardio. A mesomorph, they could do like body weight with like Pilates and some light weights, and they're going to look a little bit more toned. So it's going to depend on the body style, but in general, no matter what you're doing, you should be able to 
challenge yourself. That should be the main focus. So typically, if your goal is to challenge yourself and whatever you're doing, you should focus on a little less reps and going slower, and that is more likely to build muscle. And as you build muscle, you're more likely to lose excess fat and you're more likely to maintain the muscle you have if you're in a deficit. Now, a side note to building muscle with strength training, if your goal is like, I don't want to lose fat, I'm just trying to build muscle, I don't even want to lose anything, I'm just trying to get more shape and build. So for you, again, the goal is weights, weights, weights. If you aren't lifting enough to challenge the muscle, you're not going to break it down and it's not going to rebuild. So you want to go slower, you want to reduce your reps, you want to make the last three reps very challenging. That's really, really important. And you also do not want to undereat because if you're undereating and you're trying to build muscle, then you're trying to build muscle with no building blocks. Muscle takes protein and carbs to build. And if you're not eating enough, there's no way that you can do muscle building on top of what your body needs to do to function with its BMR and breaking down food and just its daily activities. So if your main goal is building muscle, A deficit is not your answer. You need to increase and you need to focus on heavy weights and you need to really be making sure you're eating enough protein and enough carbs because that combination is really what builds muscle. And obviously fat is really helpful for you. It's a hormone whisperer, but protein and carbs, that combo for muscle is money. It works really, really well. All right, so let's sum this up because I know that you might be listening being like, well... (laughs) You just destroyed what I love to do based on my goals. And that was not my purpose. Honestly, it's not my purpose. It's that I see all the time people are doing something which isn't matching their goals. And I, the whole purpose of this episode is I want you to think about what you are doing. Like we cannot just go through the motions. We need to think about it. So if you're just trying to maintain and you're just trying to have a good mental attitude and just move your body every day, do whatever you want. As long as you're moving, high five. I am all on board with that. With maintenance, you can do pretty much whatever you want. You can do anything to maintain. I suggest a mix of cardio and I suggest strength training, but you can really have a little bit more freedom if your goal is simply to be active. That's fantastic. If your goal is to lose fat though, I know that it's not what everyone wants to hear, but running alone or cycling alone or cardio alone or whatever it is, four to five days a week for, you know, 45 minutes plus up to like, I have people who are like, I do it for three hours. That is not going to match your fat loss goal because it's an endurance activity or you're not building muscle at the same time, so then you're running the circle with the calorie wheel, the hamster wheel that I talked about. So you really need to, if your goal is fat loss, to add some strength training in. If you were saying, I just want to be a little bit more toned or defined, which are just female words for saying, like, I want to add muscle. (laughs) I always say that, but I'm like, when people say I want to be toned, I'm like, okay, so you want to add muscle? And they're like, no, no, I don't want to add muscle. I'm like, same thing, same thing, people. So if you're wanting those things and you aren't challenging your muscle with weights, you're not going to get those things. You're not going to see the definition. You can't stick with five-pound weights doing 20 15 reps, 25 reps, and not just making the muscle, you know, really breaking it down to do its job and expect to see changes. So if your goal is to really just add some definition, I'm going to tell you to cut those reps down, shoot for maybe triple the amount of weight. You know, if you're only using five pounds, try to do double or triple that amount and shoot for only eight to 12 reps and try to make the last three reps extremely challenging. 
in that window, if those last three reps are not extremely challenging, bump your weight up, girlfriend. You need heavier weights. You need to challenge yourself. You need to push yourself. It's really, really important. So if that is your goal to look more defined and to have muscle, increase your weights and decrease your reps. That's really important. No exercise is bad. Health is health, and there are lots of reasons why we do things. As I mentioned, bone density and feeling good and mental health. So nothing is bad for you, but you just want to make sure that if you have a set goal, that you are having a workout routine that matches that goal. Because I see so many people who are literally kicking a brick wall. They're like, why am I not looking more defined? And they're just kicking the same brick wall over and over again. They come to me and I'm like, because you're running five times a week, you're not lifting weights. That's why. And we switch it up and all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, I have muscle. And I'm like, I know you just didn't, you weren't lined up right. You weren't doing the right thing. So that's what I want you to be aware of. If you are exercising just to maintain and be happy, perfect. But if you are over and over again trying to get this goal, this thing that you want, are you lining up your workout to match that? I truly hope this episode was helpful for you. I know it kind of had a lot of information in different ways, but I just really wanted you to think about what you were doing and if it matched your goals and if you're really seeing progress with what you've been doing or if you've been doing the same thing over and over again for years and years and wondering why you're not seeing changes. Change it up. Change your reps. Change your weight. Change your activity. Change your mileage. Change it up. It's so good for you. Even now, I find myself getting in ruts and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do something totally different. I'm going to go to this class or I'm going to go lift with this friend because she does different lifts than me or whatever it is. And it it makes a difference. I get on Instagram. Sometimes I see what other people are doing and I'll add in lifts so I don't get bored. But I just want you to think about what you're doing and if it's matching your goals. Again, if this episode was helpful, I always appreciate if you share it in your social media so that we can help other people come to our podcast family and just learn how to do things a little bit more simple and help us think through our activities for our health journeys, no matter what they may be. And I appreciate the reviews. As always, you're doing better than you think you are and we'll talk next week.